0: Radio 1070 WKOK presents On the Mark. It's a chance to voice your opinion on the events that affect life in the Susquehanna Valley. Call 1-800-795-9565 or email onthemark at wkok.com. Now, here are your hosts for On the Mark, Mark Lawrence and Jill
1: McGranahan. Great team. Welcome on board WKOK's live telephone talk show On the Mark. I'm Mark Lawrence Miss there Joe. Hey, good morning, Mark. It's a pleasure to be here with you yet again today.
2: And may I say, you're looking strikingly
1: handsome. Oh, baby, geez. It a little news? late in the month for this, but I had to get it in. You got her in, though. Good <laughs> for you. Okay, well, thank you. Yeah, Joe is contractually obligated to indicate uh, what he sees in plain sight in front of him, so I appreciate that. Joe is a natural-born conservative, good listener, uh, history buff, presidential scholar, and... Uh, Numismatist, and uh, let's see what else. Mayor. Oh yeah, mayor. Oh, uh, but his favorite four-letter word is when the kids look across the table at dinner and say, "You're charge of volcanoes, aren't you, Papa?" <laughs> <laughs> well, that's true, too. That's not a four-letter word. Papa is the uh, operative word there. All right, we're going to enjoy an Open Phones Thursday. Tomorrow, we'll be talking a little bit about the uh, Hurricane Agnes and the Remembrance. Ben Reichley is going to be the co-host, and uh, we're going to... Sam Mitchell is going to call in. Uh, we are going to hear from John Moore, who was a worker for the Daily Item in 1972. And I was a resident in 1972. I invited Tom Morgan to come over here. He was a resident of Wilkesbury, but his home was... Uh, well, flooded to the point of being wiped out, as near as I can uh, tell from his descriptions. So he's going to share that with us uh, tomorrow morning. In
2: 1972. I was a councilman in the Borough of Chambersburg and in charge of the streets. And I had to ride underneath all the borough bridges and the high water to determine whether the roads
1: could be opened. To, to see if they were okay. And we'll, <laughs> yeah. So and the, that was a lot of fun. And uh, we're also going to hear from Adam Slother tomorrow. He's the documentarian that did the Milton documentary on Agnes. Ramirez. Remembering, Boy, so. yeah, remember 44 and the corpses floating downstream? That must have been a... I heard about it, right. <laughs> I wouldn't say I actually saw it. but uh, And also, strangely enough, uh, we squeezed in Ted Deptula in there. He's going to talk about the River Road, or not the River Road holiday, the CSVT bridge holiday that's from 10 to 3 on Saturday where people can walk or bicycle on the bridge. Yes, they're right,
2: expecting quite a crowd, I understand.
1: So we should have a good show uh, tomorrow. We're looking forward to that. So, But a terrible one today. It's just Joe and I. I plan on being stellar. (laughs) Me too. (laughs)
3: Of
1: course, it doesn't always work out. uh, There's a phrase for what we do less around here each new day, but uh, we're not going to do that. All right. uh, We do have open phones. You can talk about uh, the gas tax holidays being talked about. There's no guarantee that the gas tax holiday will be passed on to consumers, although I think President Biden is meeting with gas companies either today or, or yesterday to make sure that they pass on the gas tax reduction to the them, assuming it ever gets to Well, uh, let's consumers. bear in mind
2: that Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi are not very committal about right, this.
1: Right, they think it's a gimmick.
2: It so. is a gimmick, you know, it's just right. Joe's trying to find some way to bail his sorry posterior out
1: of the mess he's in. But if you are a, f- uh, a family on the margin, put your pl- yourself in their place and you're having trouble filling up your gas tank and uh, money is not abundant for them as it is for you, would would three cents a gallon or twenty cents a fill up, would something, or a dollar a fill up? Up, would that help not when I'm paying twice as much
2: for bacon and eggs and food it okay, wouldn't help so thats all immaterial and in they the all admitted um, that the even Janice Yellen said that the things that they're doing right now aren't going to bring down the cost of food it
1: might bring down the cost of gas but that'd be about it. yeah and the president's uh, team says that the uh, strategic oil reserve million gallons a, day, a million barrels a day is only two or three cents a gallon uh, impact so why on do this? us? Why take away our Strategic Petroleum Reserve? Uh, well, because we have such an abundance and this is a strategic... We don't have an abundance, a strategic reserve. It's not a strategic abundance. Well, it's like 37 trillion gallons or and something.
2: And why do you think they have that much aside? They have some obvious reason. Okay, so you don't like that it. idea. I got I you. I think okay. that idea
1: stinks. Okay, super. Worried. See, but you... What do a, you think? You well, think it stinks? Well, you're a glonxillionaire. <laughs> I, I really try to put myself in the place of individuals who are on the margin and say, okay, well, would two or three cents a gallon help? You Lower say the no. the cost of Uh, I think uh, other, well... Yeah, maybe the president should do that. Just go to uh, stores, go call uh, Sig Wise and say, hey, I want you to lower the price of food. I don't think Sig will be answering the phone. No, he's not answering. Okay, <laughs> from the cemetery. All right. 1-800-795. But you know
4: what
2: would really help
1: if he would open up the drilling again and, oh, and start getting go, people? Go. There are a number of things you can bonk, do. A number bonk, of things you can bonk, do. funk. I'm hitting my head on the microphone. Let me introduce the show and you can start to repeat your old lies. 1-800-795. Well, you're Eat yours, uh, yes, that is so true, so true. Very perceptive of you. All right, pre-read this so you can hack through it better. What uh, that didn't come I out. I don't right. hack through anything. <laughs> well, I don't know. Let's ask Mike about that. All right, one right, 1-800-795-9565, sour telephone number. Now we started talking about the gas tax uh, in their decrease that the president's talking about. There's no guarantee it'll ever happen. There's no guarantee that it'll be passed on to consumers. So that's it's, right. It's uh, you know it's kind of a uh, a lot of questions marks associated with that and what's going to happen to the money that isn't there to fix the bridges and the
2: roads and because we've had this guest holiday for a political reason uh, the
1: administration which has such a firm grip on finances says that uh, if they had a firm grip we on reality, to lose the be 10 billion off. over three months it won't significantly hurt the the reserves and they'll oh, still have a lot of money set 10 aside. ten billion
2: over three months isn't going to hurt so not, that ten billion dollars are just Joe, been wasted I, anyway huh
1: I just echo <laughs> What they're saying. You're the MSNBC mouthpiece here. Well, I think no, this is what the administration is saying, although MSNBC may be advocating for it as well. All right, 1 800 795 9565, our show sponsor of the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll free line is open. Call us 1 800 795 9565. You can email us at on the market, and text us at 70236. Include the keyword OTM. You know what's really fascinating?
2: Fox has been focused in their morning show on inflation. Both MSNBC and CNN have been focused on the January 6th commission. Okay. You know, and certainly the January 6th hearings are important, but so is inflation and, and mm-hmm. what's happening to the Americans' ability to pay for the things that they need every single day. <laughs> I mean, you know, if you're going to be laser focused what on would something, the, if the president had a magic wand, what would he do about inflation? Well, that's a good question. I, I, there are certain things I think he can do and certain things I don't think he can do. But one of the things he could do is take the bully pulpit that he has and try to find reasons why eggs, bacon, bread, why all those things have gone up. It isn't the Putin price hike. has nothing to do with the war in Ukraine. So what, what is it? Is it the greed and avarice on the part of the grocery store owners? I doubt it. Hmm. They work on such low margins. Is it supply chain issues? I mean, he he really hasn't said what he believes is the problem other than the Putin price hike. And that isn't going to fly. The overwhelming majority of Americans believe his energy policies have a lot more to do with our inflationary pressures than
1: Vladimir Putin does. So once identified, do you think the president could uh, impact them?
2: I think he could bring forces to bear that would alleviate some of the pain we're suffering right well,
1: now. Well, a lot of analysts say one of the big issues with inflation is the abundance of federal spending for many, many programs, including the infrastructure bill and uh, the uh, post-pandemic bill that we passed last year that was, what was that, $1.3 trillion That's or a something? a lot of money. $1.9 trillion. And, of course, the other two post-pandemic trillion-dollar plans that were from before President Biden took office and all that money pouring into the economy is contributing to inflation. Plus, we're springing back from the pandemic. We know other countries are impacted by inflation, but uh, the U.S. is in a unique position because we do have a government that can control some things. I don't think they can control everything. But uh, in any event, okay, so these are our topics of discussion. Pretty, Pretty common issues that we discuss here. One of our listeners sends us a note, says January 6th is the big lie. Yes, the media
2: labels it a deadly insurrection. I'm not denying that a riot happened that day and some people got caught up in it and vandalized the Capitol. But not all, not at all a riot where participants aren't armed that lasts for a couple of hours and the only person killed was a female Trump supporter. It's far from an insurrection. The media and Biden keep saying five Capitol Police were killed on January 6th. That is an absolute lie. No cop died on January 6th, and the one cop that died a couple of days later died of natural causes. The other four were apparent suicides, and nobody knows why they committed suicide. It could have been because they knew they were involved in a total farce and setup. If this show was a true hearing, you would hear both sides. You would hear from witnesses who were there, take selfies and were let in by Capitol Police. You would see the videos of Trump supporters asking the police why aren't they doing anything when people started going into the Capitol. Thousands of hours of video that they don't show and the media doesn't talk about. Wouldn't they have drone videos? Why was Ray Epps, the guy who was telling everyone they must go into the Capitol, never arrested? Was he in fact working with the FBI to get people riled up and then storm the Capitol? There are many more questions than there are answers in this
1: made-up insurrection. Yeah, I think you'll get some of these answers from January 6th, but you're not going to get all of them. Uh, and uh, he, Doug makes a good point about calling it an insurrection. We called it the insurrection the day afterward when we knew that they were chanting, hang Mike Pence, and they wanted to disrupt the, the election. That's fine. But that doesn't mean you want to take over the entire government. That's what an insurrection does. Now we know through the affidavits against some of these proud boys that they are aptly charged with uh Conspiracy, so that's an insert Those a dozen or so of them are insurrectionists. There's no argument about that, but or at least that there's no argument that they're charged with that. But to call the whole thing a deadly insurrection, it, as Doug Atlee points out, doesn't accurately depict what happens. Certainly, it was deadly for uh, Ashley Babbitt that day, and um, you know you can say it contributed to the deaths of the police officers afterward. But uh, to, uh, well, I, he's right. I, you I, can't I, say why they committed suicide. Well, I think somebody can. I'm sure their families. know. I, I'm sure it can't. their be.
2: families it out and
1: said it was because <laughs> of the terrible insurrection and their their <laughs> fear of the insurrectionists? No, I'm just saying. If you say there's no way for us to humanly know why they committed suicide, I, I'm sure that Doug says that. I didn't I'm, say. that. Well, I'm sure it's not true. I'm sure the families know, or they, maybe they left a note, or people knew that there were, you know, dilemmas. Now stop because but think, of think about this. it. If you knew that somebody was going to
2: commit suicide. Wouldn't you do something to stop it? I would think their families would. I don't
1: think how that's how suicide occurs and other people say well, hey,
2: that's what I'm doing this
1: weekend here okay. we go
2: if they didn't know about it didn't have any clue then what makes you think they now know if they didn't know then if they didn't know before well, I'm didn't just have saying clue, maybe people
1: leave notes or they you know re-examine emails or and or you know maybe they're the counseling they may or may not have received might be telling I'm just saying just just to blanketly say no one knows why half a dozen police officers committed suicide after a post-traumatic event. Seems very short-sighted. That's all. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. We
5: will be right back. We'll take a quickie break. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area.
1: Apologies, there, Stan. You're on the mark this time. Everybody can hear you. Go ahead. Are
6: you Are you sure? Yeah, <laughs>
1: I'm sorry about that.
6: Okay. Now, Joe Joe made a statement that uh, we need to drill drill for more oil for more energy, and I agree with that statement. And I know the people on the left will say, "Well, there's nine thousand leases out there." Correct. Right. Isn't that the usual line? Yeah. Okay. My my question is: Is there nine thousand? permits to explore and 9000 permits to drill.
1: No,
2: I'm
6: thinking not. there's not. There's not. OK, so that right there is the problem. If you can't get the permit to explore or to drill, you're not going to get anything out of those leases. At least that's the way I look at things. I think that's a pretty common sense way of looking at things. I agree. And and and, and the government is delaying those le- uh those permits for whatever reason they are. I'm thinking it's because of Biden's policies that he doesn't want to, you know, increase in the amount of fossil fuels used although now he's begging the oil companies to refine 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 and 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 saudi arabia and venezuela and whoever else that we need, you know, begging them to increase their production so we have more oil so the price can come down because he's feeling the heat.
2: There was a great cartoon. I don't know whether you saw it today. Uh, I actually saw it on Fox. It was a three-paneled cartoon. First, it was showing uh, uh, Barack Obama and, I guess, the sultan of uh, Saudi Arabia or whoever. Laid uh-huh. it under and, I. <laughs> and he's bowing to him, you know, and looking for oil. Then you see Trump standing up straight and tall, and the sultan is bowing to him. And the third Panel so shows, shows Joe Biden on his knees begging.
6: <laughs> yeah, I, I did see that one the other day. Yes, that, that's sitting out there, and, and it's and it's pretty not too far off from the truth because you know good humor is based on the truth, right? So right. That's you know, so I you know, and as far as the prices of everything else, you know, inflation, energy is involved with everything doesn't matter whether you go to the grocery store for food. That food didn't get there magically on a uh, magic carpet. It was brought there by a truck, and that truck takes diesel fuel to run. And the diesel fuel price is through the roof. So, of course, those costs are passed on. The farmer takes thousands and thousands of gallons of diesel fuel to get the crop in the field and to harvest that crop. And that price, well... (laughs) The farmer doesn't generally get to pass it on because the middleman usually sets the price for that, which isn't—that's a whole other problem. But those prices are passed on. You know, it takes—it takes money to deliver that crop to the to the market. You know, to the produce to the the produce—not the producers, but the yeah the. The people that uh, refine it or whatever the process, they do to it. Processing you know? Right, so yeah, you're
1: the these, That's the word I was looking for. So these leases are a factor in the high prices. I, I, I certainly can't argue that. What impact, if any, are you certain about that Russia's invasion of Ukraine did have on fuel prices?
6: Well, if, I mean, well, and so certainly because the future markets drives the prices, correct? Everything I've ever seen, the futures of, you know, oil futures is what drives the price of the crude oil, which drives the price of the gasoline and the diesel fuel. So when there's uncertainty in the market because of some fool invading another country, that's why when the Middle East was in in flames, you know, years ago the prices went up. Okay. You know, when, yeah. when there's uncertainty about where the fuel's going to come from, that's why we need to produce all the freaking fuel that we can in this country, and we don't bypass the rest of the world, and then we don't have to worry about that.
1: Now, most people say they're still going to do the driving that they were planning on in summer driving is up. AAA says there's been no reduction in in anticipated driving. Uh, uh, the fact that we're still paying more for gas and and we're still going to do our summertime driving. Is that a factor in the price hike of fuel? Summertime demand? Well, that might be
6: some of it. You demand, but think about this, Mark. You may drive to some place, but once you get there, Say you're going on vacation for a week. Will you be doing as much in the local area as you would have if the price hadn't been so high?
1: Right, or we'll switch
6: because prices. everything there is also going to be increased in price. Right, we'll switch
1: to staycations. Remember that a couple of years ago. Exactly. Right. What about U.S. refineries? I think it's between 500 and a million barrels per day they're not producing anymore that they stopped during the pandemic. How much of a factor is that in the high gas prices?
6: Well, if the supply is down, it's going to raise the thing, right. you know, raise costs as it always does. But is the refinery problems down because they had problems in the refinery? They did have some fires and stuff at refineries. Right. Is that some of the reason? Is some of the reason that they haven't built a new refinery in over 40 years? So all these refineries are worked on aged equipment. Right. Now they've been upgraded, but anytime they upgrade, that puts a refinery offline.
1: The reason I ask you about those very three real factors is President Biden has absolutely no impact on any of them, but he's still mostly <laughs> yes, responsible. He does. His oh, he does.
2: Look at what President Trump did. For every new regulation you want to enact, you've got to get rid of two. That was one of the most brilliant things I can recall any president doing. <laughs> it forces us to look at what we're regulating and try to determine whether or not it still makes sense and whether or not it's harming the economy.
1: Okay, go ahead, Stan. We'll let you wrap yeah, up. Yeah,
6: and Biden did exactly the opposite. He's putting more regulation on these companies, you know, and, and it doesn't gain anything because Biden has one goal in mind, or whether is maybe it's his handlers have one goal in mind, and that's to get everybody off fossil fuel. But these fools don't know that fossil fuels also provides all the equipment for a lot of the equipment for medical procedures, for living life, plastic, everything you own. Just about there's something that you own has plastic in it. Plastic comes from petroleum products.
2: What are we going to do with all these electric cars if we don't have
6: fossil fuels to run the power plants? (laughs) There'll be good, there'll be good uh, uh, parking monuments in your front yard. (laughs) Yeah, the doors
2: for
1: doorstops or planters. Yeah, switch back to nuclear. How about that?
6: All right. Well, I don't have a problem with nukes. Bring the nukes on. And there's talking about that, right.
1: It's very expensive. PPO did the feasibility study and said it would take about two decades. Because of I
6: regulation. just read an article right. that there's there's some newer type. Uh, reactors that they're trying to work on and get approved that would cost less gotcha. now whether that happens you know that's all up to the government again because they regulate everything and if they don't want it to happen it won't happen
1: yeah we can hey. do it on a nuclear sub why can't we do it in our basement all right thank you so much <laughs> Thanks 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 for calling in much appreciated all right eric go right ahead
4: Good morning this morning, uh, it's Eric the Red uh, checking in, uh, but the Red should read R-E-A-D as I am Red, I investigate, I look into things, and for the gentleman who called me, Eric the Fed yesterday, I never worked for the federal government, actually, <laughs> Eric. Eric, you cannot cannot be full
1: of facts and informed and call the show. (laughs) It does not
4: work. Well, Eric the Red would like to bring some facts to refute what the person who texted in about January 6th. um, I, like most people, I think out in your listening audience, watched in person, on TV, live, what happened on January 6th. And people can try from now until doomsday to, to try to minimize it or to change, but those of us who saw it live on television know what happened. We had a president trying to overthrow a legal election. He had incited his followers, including, apparently, Doug Mastriano, who I didn't know until just saw one of these ads, was actually inside the barriers, he wasn't supposed to, he was actually doing illegal activity down there himself. Well, he said the
1: barriers 6. were down by then, so he didn't realize he was crossing a police line. Oh, is
4: that right? You asked him that, and that's, uh, that was his response? He, he, didn't, he didn't think he was doing anything illegal? He wasn't, he wasn't, uh, he was just part of the crowd? Uh, I'm, I'm, you know, is that what you're trying to say?
1: I'm not trying to say it, I'm saying he Well, you, you he just has...
4: told me that he thought he wasn't doing anything illegal, that he didn't know he was within the barriers. <laughs>
1: He has said that. He doesn't talk to uh-uh. us or mainstream uh-uh. media, but he's said it.
4: Well, what, what my eyes tell me is that it was an insurrection. What has come out of the hearings now is the fact that uh, people have testified that, that Vice President Pence was running for his life. And you can say, oh, they were just chanting. When you say, hang Pence, hang Pence, hang Pence, and within 40 feet of actually getting to him. Okay, and, that, and, then, and the writer also said, well, well, you know, it wasn't any deadly. No some person was shot and killed because she was trying to force her way into the final bastion the actual chamber of congress where laws are made and we're fighting to fight into that chamber and you try to say it's not an insurrection please people my my eyes tell me different anyone who saw it live can tell you different i have dvr'd it i have it permanently on on record so if my children or grandchildren want to forget or get get talked out of it. I have it and say this is lie. This is lie, including Fox News reporting on it because I went from station to station to make sure that I was getting a perspective on every single one of them. And to try to say this was not an insurrection when they were fighting and trying to bash down the doors into the halls of Congress for you to say it was not an insurrection. Come on people, no, Everybody. we will not forget. So we're confused about- to forget. And we're gonna find out to the bottom of the facts. And the people who were involved and who did not do their duties will be held accountable.
7: But what you
2: don't know, Eric, is the actual intent of the people involved. You can't say for sure that I, I could scream, so,
4: so kill the, Joe, no, if let me finish, let, let pen,
2: me finish Eric, pen. for once, let me finish. If I go to a baseball game and yell, kill the umpire, <laughs> unless I actually get up and shoot
1: him. Which would be a phrase up to now you've never voiced, <laughs> I might right.
2: add. You know, that, there, are, there are people there who I'm sure got caught up in the emotion. And I did they do bad things? You bet they did. But I don't think they started out with their, the intent to overthrow the government. They started out with an intent to force uh, Vice President Pence to do something that he shouldn't have done and didn't do. So it was a riot, not unlike a lot of riots we have in this country. It was bad, it was terrible, but it wasn't an insurrection.
4: And what if they would have caught him, Joe? What if they would, and, and then done something to him? Well, what we don't they had, know what would have happened. What if they had caught him and the said... The interior sanctum hadn't been defended, and a person killed. What if they had and caught the, him... And, went, and the person who wrote in said, oh, only one person, one police officer died. Usually. Is one, one too many?
2: No, one police officer didn't die as a result of anything that happened there. He died well, of natural causes. That
4: person got smashed in the head with, with the, uh, the thing, did eventually die from his injuries. All right.
1: Really? Hold on there, we'll let you finish, stand by. Usually when an angry, murderous mob catches their victim, they give them a good talking to. That's right. They say, look, Vice President Pence, we want to do the right thing, will you please? He says yes. They give him one of their uh, Proud Boy water bottles. And you know, they I send say, kill the way. umpire. <laughs> right. Again, this is case.
0: Mark Lawrence and Joe
1: McGranahan. Greetings. Welcome on board WKOK OK Live Telephone Talk Show on the mark. I'm Mark Lawrence. Mr. Joe is here, and he's our good co-host. He's a conservative. He's playing to his conservative friends, so when you hear him say something r- ridiculously Republican, that's why. And in I'm case mark you Ly- say something ridiculously Democratic or liberal, should we excuse that? Uh, no, I think I should be held accountable. And I think you will be. <laughs> I will be. I'm here to do that. All right. Thank you. Good luck. <laughs> All right. Wanted- 800 is our telephone number. We're talking about January 6th and gas prices. And we're trying to do a finding of fact today. And we talked a little bit about the insurrection. And that never works well for
2: us, you we, know. We don't we find facts here. We hold
1: discussions. And we love opinions. We're talking about the deadly. We're not
2: the January
1: 6th commission, you know. We're uh, talking about the deadly January 6th insurrection, a massive uh, conspiracy to overthrow you the entire. You mean the January 6th riot at the Capitol. It's just normal. Political discourse. Oh, yes, and there were just tourists going through. Right, normal tourists enjoying normal and political discourse. Doing terrible things, but they were just tourists. Yeah, you know. You know. <laughs> a lot. Listen, <laughs> I've been to the Capitol. The first thing you do when you get inside the doors is you grab There's a, a fire pole. extinguisher <laughs> and smash it through a window and discharge it inside well, a of
2: congressman's office. That's what we do at. No, that's the it's way we have just it. normal. But that isn't an insurrection. That is a riot. Well, there's a couple of people that were charged with sedition. Now, what we well, sure they're going to charge them with that because they can. But let's see if okay. they're convicted of it. Okay. okay. Let's see I got if they're convicted. I have a,
1: feeling, a feeling they're going to plead guilty. It's uh, pretty pretty
2: significant. I think pleading guilty then, to sedition would not be on the table for anybody. Okay. Who would want to be Who would want to <laughs> be uh,
1: on I, record as having been seditious? I don't know. Proud voice comes to mind. <laughs> all right. Well, to be continued. All this is fair game for our conversation today. So, gasoline prices. What can the president do uh, when it was a Republican president? Our good friend Joe McGranahan said that a president is blamed for more than they can actually impact when it comes to gasoline prices. But now that it's a Democrat, Joe Biden is entirely responsible.
2: I never for, said that the rep- double- president yes, didn't have any did.
1: responsibility for that. You said they get
0: well, far
2: was- more blame than they deserve, when and Trump they take was president far more credit and we than were- they. We were allowed to drill and explore for oil. Where were the gas prices then, old buddy? Just out of curiosity. On the market, They were about (laughs) $2.50 a gallon.
1: Right, and everything was the same then. All right, On the Mark, sponsored by the Sunbury Motor Company. Check them out at sunburymotors.com. Toll-free line. Quit staring at me. Our toll-free line is open. Call us 1-800-795-9565. You may email us, if you wish, at onthemark at WKOK.com. And you can text us at 7025. 236 include the keyword OTMs. Very brief news headlines. We're getting our first estimate on the cost, about $14 million for the proposed North Hamilton County Rail Trail. According to a feasibility study now posted on the Anthracite Outdoor Adventure Area website, the estimated cost would be $14.27 million. The grant-funded plan was recently accepted by the DCNR and the AOAA. We last told you the 35-mile non-motorized trail for walking and biking would be on or near the former Philadelphia and Reading Railroad between Sunbury and Mount Carmel. Uh, A recent poll of likely voters here in Pennsylvania suggests that hot-button political issues like abortion and January 6th take a backseat to more practical issues like inflation and gasoline prices.
2: The poll finds the economy is the top priority for voters likely to head to the polls in November. Nearly a quarter of the 500 respondents say the economy is their number one concern, with gun control, abortion rights, and inflation further behind. 60% of respondents favored allowing independents to vote in primaries. The same figure shows confidence in election security, while they are closely split on no-excuse mail-in voting. Other results show 85% support a higher minimum wage, 65%
8: support legalization of recreational marijuana, and 58% support protecting abortion rights. Torrey Gates, News Radio, 1070 WKOK.
1: Where's Jopa, WHTM-TV, reporting a Republican Pennsylvania lawmaker has introduced an amendment on a state bill that would require Penn State University to disclose where they've hidden the Joe Paterno statue. The sponsor of the amendment, State Representative Aaron Bernstein of Lawrence County, attached it to Senate Bill 1283, which is an act providing funding for state-related universities. The statue was put in place in State College of the former head coach in July of 2012 it was removed because Penn State said it was an obstacle to healing put it back after the Jerry Sandusky put it cha- back where it was. child sexual abuse uh, scandal. According to Representative Burstein, the t- statue may now be returned to its rightful location as we start to enjoy more about the legacy, and the university says it would still send a mixed message. So, They gave Joe continued. his victories back, put his statue back. All right, there you have it. All right, Eric. Uh, wait a
2: second before Doug, oh, Doug has okay. a question for Eric. He says, hey, Eric the Red, R-E-A-D. You saw what you watched on television, but have you viewed any of the hours and hours of other videos that are out there? That's my point, that the media shows you what they want you to see over and over and over. But there is so much more video footage from January 6th that they refuse to show. Why is that, Mr. Informed Eric? Signed, Doug. Uh,
1: Randy, Eric, you're on the mark.
4: Mystery visionist Doug, <laughs> what makes you think that those other videos weren't uh, also played? Uh, played with? Why? Why? Why do we see them the day up? Why did this all come out afterwards? I would say you're the one being played, Mr. Doug. But anyway, oh, uh, Joe, get back to our discussion. Um, so I liked your baseball analogy. I liked that a lot. You say kill the ump, and nothing could happens to you. Well, uh, you're down to Baltimore, and you start yelling kill the ump, and someone gets offended, you get thrown out. But the second Joe, you 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 then could go from kill the hump. Um, so stepping on the field to go after the umpire, what happens to you? You've been to baseball games,
2: not really, but I uh, know you get arrested.
4: You get arrested, and then some people try to do it to get on ESPN. They've knocked that crap off. Yeah, you get arrested and you get prosecuted, and then if you actually get close enough to actually harm, you get charged with uh, what assault. And if you hit him, you get charged with assault and battery, which is a felony. And now, and now we have these people who have violated, broken through, broken, break breaking and entering. Violing federal law, hurting. Okay, so people didn't die. You try. People also revisionists want me to also say that there wasn't a dozen or more uh, police officers and federal. People who were injured, and severely they be, injured, they should be charged by inside this insurrection. You they, want to forget about that too?
2: You mean by this riot, they should be charged? No, you're talking so you about act- a riot,
4: which has a are talking
2: about ideal. actual physical harm that they caused. They must pay the price for that, whether it was to a person or to property. They need to be charged. The same way the rioters in Portland needed to be charged, but they weren't. But they needed to be. We're not going to tolerate I, that kind of Portland,
4: lawlessness. Okay? Not- I, I'm talking about attack on the federal government look an attack is an attack. By standing president who stood by by having to have this work remain in office illegally and okay. that is an insurrection sir
2: it's an insurrection on part of Donald Trump's part it's not necessarily what the people at the Capitol did a lot of them weren't even aware they were caught up in it
4: so okay so Donald Trump is guilty of insurrection but the people carrying out his his will aren't because they were acting illegal did we hang, because did their hang, president ordered them to do it.
2: Did we hang every Nazi soldier for war crimes, or did we hang the people who were most responsible for Well, I for think them.
4: we hung a lot of the ones who actually were in the uh, concentration camps. Yes, we had went down to the point and they're still pursuing those guards. But let's let's stay on our issue.
2: That is our issue. Whether or not these people pay the what price is appropriate well, for what, what they clear, did. What do you think police...
4: would have happened if they would have... To be clear,
1: police in Portland say they arrested over a thousand people in 2020. So this idea that nobody got arrested is a myth. So how
2: about where in Los Angeles where these kids come running out of stores with food and clothing, you know these flash mobs that went and steal stuff, and the district attorneys don't prosecute. And the guy who killed two police officers in California was out because the DA let him out. You're saying there's a problem with our justice system? Yeah, there is. Oh there's my a gosh. problem. The we need. Oh, finally found out. The crime or uh, the punishment needs to be appropriate to the crime. Don't you agree, sir? Go ahead, Eric.
4: I agree, and and those people should be uh, should be prosecuted to the full extent of the law. I'm not I'm not for mob rule at all. But you want to try to, you and a lot of people out there want to try to forgive or forget, more importantly, what happened January 6th. I
8: don't forgive anything. No, no, no. I don't forgive
2: anything. They need to be charged. They need to be prosecuted.
4: As a result of what happened January 6th and the standing president's part in that, should President Trump. Be convicted of a crime. If All the
2: right. if the Justice Department and the Attorney General view that what he did rises to the level of a criminal offense, he should be charged. He should be prosecuted. Right, and you, you, you folks are
4: already saying to the point that what what this these hearings are illegal because the the, the correct. Uh, Republicans aren't on board, and you're already, you're already refuting that any, any information they get from that is, is worthless. Nobody says that. Thank the way it's has been you. done. Thank you, said
2: that. It. You're putting words in everybody's mouth, Eric. You're <laughs> very you, good Eric. at that. You we ought
1: to take a course in it. Yep, we got to go. <laughs> Thank you so much for I'm calling i have well read in. on that. Thank you. <laughs> yep, I appreciate you calling in. Uh, one of our good listeners says, what about Roseanne Boylan? Her death... On January sixth is suppressed. Well, then why do we know about it if it's suppressed? I, know, <laughs> it I don't know true. what they mean by suppressed. Maybe they I, I guess it 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 downplayed. It, Maybe that was the word well, they're looking for. I, I think she was squished, right, he by was the crowd. Shot. Are you told Roseanne No, no, Boy- Roseanne okay. was uh, trampled oh. to death. So on the sixth, uh, yeah. But I don't think it's suppressed. I think it's widely known. But that's just me. Hey, I'm, I'm not everybody. All right, upper right-hand corner, and then
2: we'll take the break. All right, Rob says, Eric was introducing facts that are not in evidence, <laughs> assuming that everyone involved on January 6th was a Republican and Trump supporter. Republicans made the same type of assumption about Black Lives Matter protests, that everyone involved in the violence was a Democrat. I believe that the troublemakers in each case used their respective
1: events and they are anarchists. Oh, okay. To be continued. All right, we're going to hit the break when we come back. Uh, we're going to go right back to the phone. So
5: stand by callers. There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing. They can explain it in English what the problem is. There's nothing better than having that friend you could trust in the area.
1: Welcome back to WKOK Live Telephone Talk Show on the Mark. One 9565 The phones are lit up. We'll start to reel back the length of the calls from seven minutes to as long as you make sense and you're making a good point and three minutes or more. Um, Dale, go right ahead. Yeah, I just want to say, you know, forget about yesterday.
9: What we're gonna do about the future. All those problems are, are gone with. The whole thing is the big lie been fed it's been called the big lie for last Four or five months, but the big lie actually was the NIH and them burying 36,000 Americans in New York in the ground. You know, the big lie is all of our allies are not signing trade agreements with us because they want to get to the bottom of this, this coronavirus and the numbers that's been manipulated by our media within their countries because their number, our numbers are not matching up with theirs and they run their country. So the NIH is the FBI should be looking at that instead of this January 6th. We can't move forward until we come out with the truth. Who cares about the January 6th? Do you care if they lock us down tomorrow and uh, tell us, oh, if somebody sneezed and the whole country's got to get shut down? I mean, is that more important? I think that's more important. true. You know? Oh, no. I mean, Am I making Nobody sense knows. or no? I mean, really, because right now China and India are about to make a trade deal that's going to... Uh, they got 2 billion people apiece. That's going to leave us in the dust. And now our, our allies only want to sign trade agreements with us. People can't comprehend that. I mean, the NIH pulled the biggest scam in American history of all time. Uh, the same guy who got away with pedophiles. NIH.
1: <laughs> what did the national... Institute's you said tell? the NIH are pedophiles? Is
9: that what you're saying? No, the same guy who... Yeah, the same guy who runs it, Bill Gates, is the same guy who got away with being a pedophile. No, I mean what? we, we understand not, it. No, Bill Gates no, runs not Microsoft, conspiracy. not the I'm NIH. Sorry, this is sorry. not
1: conspiracy. This is not. Right. A, we're There's a little, a little here. We got you. All right, thank you so much, Dale, for yeah, bringing so, that to our so
9: attention. So you think, so you think that that, that and should, the NIH should just keep uh, donating to Democratic parties and just keep control? I, I don't understand. The FBI should be looking into this. We just lost eight trillion dollars, people.
1: Maybe send up. a note to Merrick Garland. That yeah, and I
9: guess get that January 6th costs $10 trillion, right? got to be kidding
1: me. I'm not familiar with $10 trillion. I think he's given up on us. Yeah, I don't think January 6th costs us $10, $10 trillion. trillion dollars. No, I don't A couple either. million here. A couple million there. there. It's
2: going to run in the right-hand money. corner. I think a group of protesters should be outside Merrick Garland's home and hassle him for not enforcing the law. Now, there's an idea.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think everybody gets... Uh, uh, hassled. Uh, Dan, you're on the mark. Go right ahead.
10: Hey, good morning. Why, you know, Dale makes one point. I I walk a lot here in town and I get by Harvey's Gas Market and Convenience Store. No one out there is talking about January 6th. They're talking about the price of fuel. That's what they're worried about. But anyway, That's not why I called. I called about January 6th. I watched every one of them one-sided hearings, every one of them, and I'll watch the one today. And they have not shown any connection between Trump causing the riot at the Capitol at all, no connection whatsoever. Oh, they tell you he caused it but they have shown no connection whatsoever and it's a one-sided hearing with no rebuttal whatever and I watch every one of them and so they made no connection No, there'll be no criminal charge against Trump they have not made any connection yet and yep I agree With I agree that Trump overdid the pressure on pence and on people having to do with the election that they could not change what they didn't have they couldn't change the electrodes pence couldn't do that he was given what he had and he had to go by that. I, right. I agree with that part.
1: He's the announcer, not the decider.
10: Yeah, he couldn't decide, and I, I pensed it the right thing. And even he knew our country was gonna go down the drain under this administration. He understood it, and you know there was a part of him I'm sure would have loved to overtax overturn what he was given but he couldn't do it and that's why I admire that administration what one tried to do the other balanced out it's all, it was always that way and as far as Eric talking about the, the video they only show the video of the guy with the horns on the Viking or whatever Breaking in, they don't ever show that in parts of the Capitol building they were welcomed in by the Capitol Police. They opened the doors for them and left them in, and the Capitol Police agreed that it, that it, with, with more with Trump than with uh, what was being done through what's going to be done through the. The Biden administration—they agreed it was a crooked election, but they allowed them in to go in the Capitol building. No so one brings uh, that out.
1: How many? Yeah. Under what circumstances did the police change their tack and, and do that? And what percentage was that? How prevalent was that? I saw them I don't, breaking in. I can't in.
10: tell you. It was in right. parts of the building. It wasn't the part they show on the to get you to believe to get people to believe that, want to believe that it was all a total, uh, you know, insertion, but that parts in the back, they left them in. They opened the doors. The Capitol Police were in sympathy with the overthrown election, that the overthrown election was a, that they over... Trump really won, and... It was taken from him, and I agree with him that far. It would make any one of us mad if well, we worked can't, as can't hard that, as he did.
2: can't let that stand, he, Dan. He, th- th- no one has any credible proof that the election was stolen from Donald Trump. Uh, no one has it. No <laughs> one. No oh, you, one. You.
10: <laughs> Come on, Joe. No one. If you don't know any better than that by now, <laughs> you can't be helped. Well, I'm sorry. Forgive me, the but the you're, delusional is all then,
2: over. you're delusional, no, <laughs> You're
10: delusional. I'm sorry. Well, you want to believe. If you want to believe that, you go right ahead. I do. I want to believe and it's if, not been stolen.
2: I believe there was yeah, there were there go were Go right
10: ahead, and you keep on believing it. And, and by the way, keep if nothing's changed, they'll overthrow anything. the next election. So they'll put their people in again. If you believe that, they're. They're desperately trying to hold on the election methods that we had so they could use drop boxes. You know that. They're fighting tooth and nail. Why would they fight about it? Just go along just go along with the Republican side and do it like we always did. All right, we got to they're not they gonna go back to that. They're gonna fight it because they wanna overthrow every election. Put in their patsies that'll that overthrow America. That's what this is about. All right, we got
1: you, Dan. Thank you so much and for uh, calling in.
10: Guys, have a good you too. Week. Dan, take care. Take care. Yep.
1: Thank you so much. All right, one eight hundred seven nine five nine five six five. Why sour. are you playing music over there?
2: You always say to me, I can't control my phone. <laughs>
1: It's just in honor of his call. Don't stop believing my journey. <laughs> okay.
2: All right, anyway. Well, Dan hasn't stopped believing that the election has
1: been over. <laughs> All right, Greg, you're on the mark. Thanks for calling in.
8: Okay, guys. Hey, this is Nori Greg. I just wanted to call and talk about the January 6th insurrection and uh, just make a point about um, Eric the Red. I wasn't sure if that was one call or two calls or if he kept calling back three times because it just sounded like one guy was on the radio stuck on repeat saying the same points. It almost sounds like uh, a representative from the DNC called in just to keep droning on about the DNC's uh, side of the events. But uh, I agree with the last guy that just called. Um, You know, our election integrity is um, kaput and we need to uh, have confidence in our elections. And I think unless we get a good investigative journalist um, who really dives deep into it, sort of like Gary Webb did with the Iran-Contra affair and other really good uh, investigative journalists to really dig in and try to get to the facts, we're never going to know the truth. And these hearings are just sham hearings. They're just publicity, political sham hearings. And that's really my point.
2: I tend to agree with you that they are terribly politically motivated because they wouldn't allow the Republicans to appoint their people. But you know, where I where I disagree, I wish to heaven that Donald Trump could have proved in any court of law that the election was stolen from him. We'd be much better off today if, that were, if he could have proved it. But he didn't. And he had the chance. And even his own people are saying they told him there was no credible evidence of the kind of massive election
1: fraud that would have overturned the election. All right, and Greg, you know that the Northumberland County election was tainted. How specifically did they rig that election?
8: Oh, I didn't say specifically the Northumberland County election was tainted. I I think our elections in general are tainted, and they're... um, they're easily rigged. In and what, now this was a big, high-profile election, and we only need to rig it in a couple places, in Philadelphia. What, okay. uh, in in, in the North, But Northumberland County, I didn't specifically say.
1: I got you. So uh, good local. Yeah. But what, what, how was it rigged nationally, then?
8: Well, it, it's really easy with the, the ballot harvesting, um, the bringing in um, piles of fresh reamed paper with uh, one vote on it for Joe Biden. Um, this was all done. At the highest levels, um, top FBI, CIA operatives that specifically um, had an inside job effort to get Donald Trump out of there. There
1: we go. I rest my case. Hey, All
8: right. Thank hey, you so much, hey, sir. If you, uh, if you think there was smoke with the Kennedy assassination, if you think there was smoke with the Iron Contra affair, if you think there was smoke with 9 11, yada, yada, weapons of mass destruction, yada, 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 hey, there's smoke here, too. Gotcha. Well, there is right. smoke, but unfortunately nobody found the fire. <laughs>
1: right.
2: That's right.
8: But, Well, no. nobody found but, the fire on any of those things I just claimed either. So. But, yeah,
1: right. Dan and Greg wish they could have, have firmly held beliefs. It has really nothing to do with fact. It's like faith in God. You know, you, you can't turn around and say, okay, well, I can prove God's there, but you have faith and you know God's real. He, Greg knows the election was rigged. Dan knows that the election was stolen. doesn't have anything to do with reality. It has everything to do with a firm belief in what you know and what you believe. All right, thank you so much, Greg. Thanks for calling in. Well, you ought to give him
8: a chance to respond. You just said he was a little off the wall. Oh, <laughs> Greg, you have a response? I'm just saying you well, have a firm well, belief. Well, I mean, you're saying, you know, you, you, made, you made the correlation to God. You know, it's not based on reality. So, I mean, I guess, you know, belief in any sort of God... Christianity, Islam, or whatever isn't based on reality then, I mean, and that's just a response to your point point. Um, gotcha. okay. and I'm just looking at the preponderance of evidence, is there uh, enough evidence to get 12 jurors to convict guilty on, on some of this stuff probably not, but there's a preponderance of evidence to find guilty on, say, like the Kennedy assassination or uh, the sham of weapons of mass destruction or a lot of these other types of incidences that we'll never know the truth of. All right. We got you.
1: All right. If you you want to
8: respond to your your comment about, you know, God, not based on reality, I'd love to hear that. But other than that, you know, those are my points. All right. Appreciate your call. Call Appreciate
1: the call. Uh, Let's see. Joe is next. Last caller before a quickie break. Go ahead, sir. You're on the mark.
11: All right. uh, Yeah. I just uh, uh, wasn't going to call today because (laughs) yesterday after you signed off, I, uh, Was thinking about things and I realized all the mistakes and my misunderstandings of uh, the situations going on around the US and the state and local and the world and because during uh, Eric the Red who who now I have to update my uh, card here that he's Eric the Red R-E-A-D and I'm running out of space on his nicknames but Uh, anyhow because when in his conversation he did a credit drop and I didn't know that he was a developmental uh, psychologist so all the things that Eric says now because he has a piece of paper printed on the wall now I believe that there was an insurrection and uh, all the other stuff that he has said that I found uh, you know kind of controversial or I, I had a different opinion of it until I heard that So, but anyhow since he is Eric the READ now I was just looking because he said something uh, that I thought he would have read and it's on the BBC website news site and as he was signing off today he blurted out that uh, he didn't mention uh, Officer Sicknick by name but the officer that was bashed in the head with a fire extinguisher so the BBC, uh, it was easy enough to find, and I'm sure he can read, that the, <clears throat> that uh, Officer uh death was a source of widespread misinformation after the New York Times repro- reported erroneous, erroneously <clears throat> that protesters had bludgeoned him with a fire extinguisher, uh, Dash, a claim now the newspaper and later retracted. So... If you would have uh, read or even listened, uh, maybe, maybe CNN. I don't know, but you would have known that that, that didn't happen. And they had, uh, I seen actually a, a video where the, the, you know, they thought that's what would happen, but it was then shown. Uh, if I can remember, but uh, the memory of that uh, a little the the part of the video is a little bit cloudy for me. It was a long time ago, so right. uh, and then so all this comes rushing back after eric said that uh, you know and and when you have, it reminds me of uh, his uh, eric the R.E.A.D. reminds me of a seinfeld uh situa- or episode where costanza wants to give himself a nickname and it oh oh it backfired terrible he wouldn't be called t-bone but he ended up where everybody was making fun oh it's hilarious love that show but, uh, Eric, uh, you can watch, rewatch that. Or maybe you're a Seinfeld fan. But anyhow, uh, this part about the insurrection and then that when he brought it up, plus uh, onto a different subject a bit, is yesterday, too, at, at the end of Eric's calls, he seems to blurt out things, and he said that uh, he was talking about the kids, you know, protecting the kids. And there was this uh, blurt that uh, this crazy kid in Minnesota. And if Eric can uh, email or text you that, if he was talking about Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, and he called him a crazy kid, and which it was Wisconsin. But All right, hold on, I can, Joe. Hold on. Go ahead. Okay.
1: Eric, were you talking about Kyle Rittenhouse?
4: Yes, I was. And any 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 <laughs> uh, who can take okay. the law in his own hands by proclaiming himself as a law enforcement person, and start shooting the people up. Do we want that in America just because you may have a point? Do we want do we want to arm now uh, untrained eighteen year olds to go and start shooting up places because because they think they're in the right? Is that what we want in this country? We, we, I, we don't make, make a response
1: to that. Okay. Uh, Joe, go ahead.
4: All right. So I'm
11: glad that you had that uh, set up there because in, in this it's hard to have a dialogue with somebody, you know, and I I'm not saying it's fair to either me or Eric the R E D. Because this confirms my uh, R.E.D. of uh, Eric, because Kyle Ritt was found innocent of those charges. And see, that's what Eric also doesn't like due process, which the Soviets and the Reds, I mean, Red, and, you know what I'm saying, That that just con- that's just another piece of the puzzle that it is Eric, the R.E.D., that he would call... Kyle Rittenhouse, a crazy kid who defended his own life and was fortunate enough to have an A, uh, 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 what some people call uh, an an assault. That's fine. All
1: right. We got you, Joe. Thank you so much. Thanks for calling in.
11: uh, All right. I, I realize the three minutes you probably have a lot of calls. Very good. Yeah,
1: okay, thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. All right, uh, one of our good listeners texts and says, "Tell Eric to go back on vacation." All right, <laughs> Eric, you get your sixty seconds now. Then the break.
4: Oh, oh, I, I'd love to just go back to being Eric, the, the person. But um, unfortunately, with all the opinions being you wasting your so, sixty seconds. If if no one if no one refutes these, Joe and Mark, then then people who are just listening casually think, well, this must be the truth because if it's not the truth, why wouldn't someone call in? And and question it. It, 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 And I seem to be the only one calling in and questioning these things, which is fine. But again, if your show is just everyone affirming what the popular thoughts are without bringing facts into the mix, then you don't have a show either, do you? You just have people calling in and spouting off what they see on Fox News.
1: All right? Okay, it's worked so far.
2: But so you're well, demeaning everybody who's on the conservative side, I'm not and they, they well, don't I'm, think.
4: And no, they, they see Joe down. Now you throw a derogatory comment well, in you, there. Well, you, you threw Fox News. You insulted Fox, you insulted these, these, Fox. You
2: insulted Fox News. You insulted Fox News. May sound like everybody who watches that can't be possibly informed. Do you
4: feel the largest <laughs> number of your people who are listening to this show and call in and comment are listening to Fox News or ABC, CBS, and NBC? I think we, I have, a, we CNN,
2: have a we have a mix of we have a mix of conservative and liberal. Callers, and I think they that between them they make the program interesting with the diversity of their opinions, and that's what this country
1: is based on. All right, thank I you. I agree Eric. with thank that. You.
2: Without, without up. Thank being you, sir. Labeled
4: as a
1: thank you, which,
2: sir.
4: You know. Thank you, Eric. Okay.
1: Thank you very much. All right, one 9565 I got to tell you about the Sunbury Motor Company. It's Hang fa- on, Van. We'll get to you next. Man. It's a family-owned dealership since 1915. Fourth Street, Sunbury, Routes 11 and 15, Hummelsworth. Guess what? I got to drive the Badlands. That's the R Bronco Sport uh, truck. So I got to drive one. It's got 30-inch tires and it's already got a lift kit on it. It's crazy. Rapid red metallic with a tinted clear coat, which means it has like this pinkish hue when the sun is on. On it, and it is just a fantastic uh, truck. And uh, short wheelbase, this is the one that's for the off-roading, called the Badlands, so you can take it out into the Badlands if you so choose. Or you can go down to the beach, uh, maybe you have one of those beaches, I know there's Delaware beaches you can go to, maybe some in New Jersey, we can drive on them, and it's a big opportunity for you to enjoy some off-roading. There's a picture in the book of the Bronco with sand flying up around the tires because they're spinning all four wheels. But guess what, once you get on the high- Highway, 2.0 liter eco boost. you're going to be getting 30 miles a gallon on the highway, 20, and then about 2 miles per gallon off-roading, but you're going to have a blast, and it's got 277 horsepower, so it's not powerless, it's got a great little V6 in it, and it's a wonderful truck, it's a Bronco Sport, it's less than $40,000, it's on sale, it's at the Sunbury Motor Company, they would just love to do business with you, we'll be right back. <laughs>
2: And one of our says, Eric is lying about Rittenhouse. He was attacked by murderous thugs and defended himself and acquitted of murder. Van, New Columbia, you are on the mark, sir. Good morning. Good morning. Yeah, I just called in to prove to you that
12: there is a God. And I think I can do that in a short amount of time. You know, if you see a building, that's proof that there's a builder. If you see a painting, that's proof that there's a painter. I don't care if the guy lived 500 years ago. And you don't even have to know the guy's name. But when you see something like that, you know there's someone that made it. And creation is proof that there's a creator. And the complexity of DNA, the complexity of the human brain with our eyes and our ears and how they work. Your eyes work through light waves coming into them and your body acts as a transducer to take those light waves and turn them into electrical impulses so you can see with a part of your brain located to the back of your head. With all due respect,
2: our topic was the January
1: 6th. (laughs) We brought this up too. (laughs) I had to bring it up.
2: about You guys guys wanted to make fun of
12: Dan by playing your music in the background. I, I think that's pretty ignorant of you guys to do that, but that's you know, I know you guys condemn it. I've I've been guilty of yeah, that. that was you, Joe. That was not, not me. I
1: don't have was no fault. to it was you? Fault. <laughs> <laughs> it was me.
12: But it, it's like it's just being cruel and unkind. But that's yeah, that's the way some people are. Hey, we would call you it agree appropriate that that's proof that there's a god?
2: Hmm? Uh-huh.
12: What'd you say? I'm sorry,
1: missed you. Missed
2: that. Would thing.
12: you agree? Would you agree that that is proof there is a god?
1: Pretty darn good itself. evidence. I always use an illustration well, that if you if, if you don't think there's a god how about this picture a bat is a mammal that flies and can't see and uses sound waves to navigate and flies around and catches tiny bugs in its mouth. Now tell me tell me evolution created that. Well
12: there's see there's there's no way evolution could ever create life. Life never came from non living material. And one of one of the greatest examples of, of God's creative power is the caterpillar that ends up turning into a butterfly. All right, we got And I don't you. think anyone I don't think science can even explain that today,
1: All how right. that metamorphosis. Noted. Takes place. Well done, Van. Thank you so much for nice, calling Van. in. Very much appreciated. All right. Uh, back to or to Bob in Danville. Thanks for calling in, sir. Thanks for calling in.
0: Yeah, thank you for taking the call. Yeah, my comment is on Biden getting elected president. There's only one way that he could have gotten that many votes and it was because of COVID and because of mail in ballots. You know, it's known who the Republicans are and who the Democrats are. So in an ordinary election there are a great percentage of people that don't vote, whether whether Republican or Democrat. So if you you know who the Democrats are and you know who the Republicans are and you send out mail in ballots primarily or to a larger number of Democrats. There's no way to trace that. As far as I know, I've, no, I've never heard of anybody doing that or, or commenting on it. And that is the only way that he got that many votes. I'd like to hear your comment on
1: that. Well, usually you don't mail out ballots to everybody. People request them. I mean, maybe there is some. That was but not the, but it was
0: not, that was not the case. No, some states
1: did mail them election. out. Well, they mail them out to everybody, yes. and then you, you return them if you them.
0: Oh, yeah. Shoes. They mailed them out, and they knew who, they knew who the Democrats were. They were for some, some reason they them.
1: Yeah, for some reason Republicans don't embrace mail-in balloting. I'm I'm not sure I would be able to.
0: Not like that
1: I wouldn't embrace it. Yeah, a lot of of Republicans don't. They just like traditional day of voting, that kind of thing. But, yeah, Democrats embrace it. Well, uh, you know, if if President Trump uh, didn't win, there's 8 million cases of fraud out there. I mean, he got a lot more votes than President Trump did.
0: Well, he did because of what I said. And, and you know, initially President when they were cheating. counting okay. those votes, Trump was way ahead. But when they started counting the mail-in ballots, well, that's when he came from behind and, and right. won with in terms of numbers. Right. But that, yeah, is that's that is the reason. Democrats embrace mail-in.
1: That's because Democrats because embrace of mail-in.
0: Because of mail-in ballots. That's, that's the only way that he got all those votes. Yeah, but see, if,
1: if you go back and recount them now, if you count all the mail-ins first... Trump will never be in the lead ever. He'll always be. I mean, obviously, the sequence is you count your in-person votes because your computer can tabulate those right away, so those come in first. And then as time goes on, you start to count your mail-in ballots, and that primarily benefit the president. And this is not rocket science. You just explain that. And now that you have them all in... You don't have to. You could recount them, not necessarily in that sequence. You could count all the mail-ins first, in which case President Biden would always be in the lead, and you wouldn't have this argument that Trump was leading, but then they came up with all these mail-in
0: ballots. But Democrats but that favor doesn't answer That does not answer my question. Oh, okay. how, many, how many were sent out to Democrats and how many were sent out to Republicans?
10: All of them
2: that wanted them. Well, or th- no, no, in their the, state places that that them. Sent the places that sent them out without being requested, I think he makes an interesting point. How many of those went to Republicans, how many to Democrats?
1: Or did and the they- answer, and that's those states or those counties, whichever it is, I don't know where that was, is all of them? Everybody well, who was eligible got one, well, not just the, Democrats or The question or would be, how were they addressed?
2: In other words, did they come, uh, Bob, with an with an address that said uh, Bob Smith, two hundred one East Main Street, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, or did it come resident two hundred one East Main Street, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania? Brother. If they sent them out to people they knew were registered to vote, that's one thing. If they just sent them out to addresses, that's another.
0: Yeah, well, I know. I know a person who got who was a registered Democrat that got three uh, three mail-in ballots. Well, obviously that's a mistake. Okay, no, but but the thing, but the point is, the point is, who can say, and who can say definitively how many ballots were sent to Democrats and how many ballots were sent to Republicans? And my mm-hmm. guess is that the majority were sent to Democrats. No, that's, that's true. The yep. only way, that's the only way he could get that number of votes.
1: Right, yep. Legitimate
2: Democrats. Well, are, no, let's have a think for a minute. If there are more Democrats registered in a given area, that
1: would make sense.
2: But they would also encourage them to vote more than the Republicans right. who were less.
1: No, but Bob is right. I mean, Democrats requested them more. Democrats responded more. There's no argument the Democrats embraced mail-in voting in every way. Republicans did not. It's just that simple. All right, thank you, sir. Thanks for calling Thanks, in. Thanks, Bob. Really appreciate it. All right, we'll take the last break of the day. Stand by Joseph. And the last caller of the day is coming in right now. We'll be right back.
5: There's something to be said about a sale with a handshake. A service technician who really knows what he's doing.
1: Waiting. Uh, everybody gets about two minutes each. Nancy, we'll let you go first. A uh, couple minutes. Go right ahead. Good
3: morning, hey, good morning, gentlemen. Um, good morning. My question to you. My comment is: Can we just get over this election business? <laughs> it's over. It's, it's over. It's done with. We've got more important things to deal with.
2: That's true, but in what, what respect do you want to let it go? you want the president to let well, it go yes. and or President Trump to let it go and stop insisting that it was stolen, or do you want the Democrats yes, to yes, let it yes, go? Yes.
3: And I think, Joe, I think the hearings are going to prove that the man is unbalanced, he should never be in, in, in office again, and how he can go around and campaign and raise money for his own coffers. I just can't believe that there aren't enough people that read and think on their own. They
2: can't see the light. Yeah, well, you know, I think that, there are point. a lot of people. You're right. There are people who, like me, who like his policies but didn't care for him personally. I'd like to see, and I found it interesting this morning that they found that Ron DeSantis actually in a poll is leading Donald Trump among prospective Republican voters as perhaps the best candidate in the next election for president?
3: Well, you know, it, it, it's all about fair and equal elections. May the best man win. And we just have to deal with it. We have to, re- most of all, we need to respect our president.
1: Or the best woman, Liz Cheney, 2024. Hey, I'm, I'm already ready.
3: <laughs> you, you know, you know, you know, I'm, I'm all for just so that there's someone there that thinks and cares about the working people because right now they're starving. They can't put gas in their vehicles. The gas companies are robbing us blind, and we need someone to address that. Let's get over this election. It's over. It's done with. Let's deal with what's
1: happening now. Oh, well said. All right. Thank you so much, Nancy. Thanks for calling in. Call again. Yep. Very glad to hear from you. Have a great day. Bye. You too. All right, Joseph, you got a couple minutes. Go right ahead.
7: Okay. Thank you, gentlemen. Uh, Yes, I appreciate Van's call there. He gave you a scriptural reference in Romans 1 that from the creation of things, Uh, how you can prove the Almighty exists, but I want to come another way on that, I want to come from a personal way Uh, when I was filled with his spirit I spoke in other tongues. It was a miraculous thing. I had no control over it. Uh, the Bible talks about this. This is his personal uh, manifestation to people who believe in him. You can find that in Acts 2, Acts 10, and Acts 19, where this happened to believers. It was a powerful manifestation, a supernatural thing that was... So you're under- saying but there,
1: but let's summarize. Yep. There is a God?
7: Now, now wait a minute. What? The people that uh, saw this happening who were unbelievers, they said that these people were drunk on the day of Pentecost uh, because they were ignorant of his uh, power and of his uh, what the infilling of the spirit is. Uh, He he fills you with with power, and he, he comes and manifests himself to you. He speaks to you. I had him speak to me many times and show me things. And uh, but that's my personal experience. I wouldn't lie to you about that, uh, and I'm not making it up. But that's his personal manifestation to everyone that believes him. And he said, "I and the Father will come onto you, and we will manifest ourselves to you."
1: All right, we got you. Thank you so much. Okay. Yeah, Thank thanks you. for the information. All right, one eight hundred. Up, scratch that. You'll need it tomorrow. Tomorrow we do Agnes Remembers, but we'll take calls in between, and uh, we're going to hear from the documentarian that worked for the Milton Standard and works for the Milton Standard, and did their Agnes. Anniversary uh, event that's taking place tomorrow night. Uh, Ted Deptula is going to call in about the open house on the bridge. We'll hear from Than Mitchell, Tom Morgan, and John Moore. I think I'm listing everybody and trying not to forget anybody.
2: And I'm taking the day off.
1: Every day is a holiday for you, buddy. Every Friday is. And Saturday and Sunday. Sunday too, right. And Monday afternoon. I'll see you back here Monday. All right, don't forget to look up tonight. Maybe you'll see Mercury, Jupiter, Venus, Mars, and the moon all lined up. You're listening to News Radio 1070 WKOK Sunbury.